All right, listeners. So we are back in our final episode, Elevating Culture, the need behind the need. So this one is interesting. So your employees are leaving because they want to get promoted. In our last episode, we talked about the importance of creating that career pathing. And when employees are screaming at you at the top of their lungs, it means that they want, you know, they want some growth. They want to be challenged. Keith, I know you're super passionate about this topic. Gosh, you got super energized in our last episode. (laughs) Why is it that employees can't get the growth and development their own organization and they have to go find that somewhere else? Well, part of it is because I think that leaders communicate on a very superficial level where they'll listen to what an employee has to say and not really understand what they're talking about. You know, and you, you mentioned that need behind the need. And that's that's an expression that really comes from sales. You know, when, when salespeople talk about the need behind the need, what they're talking about is when a customer's telling you, this is what I want, most times it's not really what they want, what they want. It's they they want something more, you know, there's something underneath that, right? Like, let's say you're, you're working with a customer that says, I want exclusivity to sell your product in my market. I don't want anyone else in my market to sell the product that you're selling me. And so on the face value, you know, they're telling you, I want exclusivity, but what's the need behind the need, right? The need behind the need there is they want to be seen as a significant player in this market. They want to be seen as somebody who's cornered this market. They want the feeling of significance. They want the feeling of being the top in this industry, right? And so a skilled salesperson will be able to recognize that and say, if exclusivity is not something they're able to offer, they're able to recognize what that need really is and say, what's another way that I can make this person feel like a significant player in the market, right? And that's what that's what you have to do with your employees that are expressing that they're not satisfied, right? Because employees that tell you there's not enough training opportunities, chances are they're they're not telling you that they're not sitting in a classroom enough. They're telling you that they they're not having the opportunity to build their skill and grow, right? When employees tell you that they're leaving your organization for a better job, okay, chances are they're not fulfilling the same role that they fulfilled with you. So what is it actually that they're gaining? Is it more exposure to a larger team? Are they working as a solo contributor now and their new role gives them an opportunity to be on a team? Are they in a role where it's a very strict technical role, but they want to be in a position that gives them more creative freedom? And so I think that that when we talk about the need behind the need from a culture standpoint, it's really about uncovering what it is that keeps employees happy and satisfied in a job, and then aligning that with what they're saying, understanding that the reason they're telling you that they're unhappy is really the surface, right? And, and a skilled leader will be able to dig underneath that and say, here's what I can do to help you meet the need you're really after. It's interesting. Very rarely do people ever tell you the need behind the need, right? Like even during the hiring process, you know, people may try to position themselves for more vacation, 
it's not that they just want more time away from work. There's an actual reason that they want vacation. Maybe it's because that's what they had at their previous job and they've gotten into this cadence of going on certain trips or certain vacations throughout the year. Maybe it's because they passionately feel that work-life balance is critical from it from a literal perspective and key to your point about if you can understand that need behind it then let's say i mean like first of all i don't know why you would negotiate vacation pay but let's say for some reason you just choose not to work from home could help them find that a little more balance right so we tend to take the answer we're given and assume that that's the answer. You know, in, in multiple jobs, I have argued for um, a signing bonus. A lot of people do that. It's a very common thing. But each of us, I guarantee, have slightly different reasons for asking for that bonus. For some of us, it might be because we need that money to transition or move to a new place. I've asked for it in the past because I knew that uh, because of the time of the year, I was going to miss a bonus that I rightfully deserved at my previous company if I left that quickly. So I built it in to my offer from the previous company. So everything that people tell you, I would say you need to assume there is a driver for that request. I mean, even, okay, this is going to be a little far-fetched, but go with me on here. You know, even if someone is sick and seeking medication for something, they're seeking the medication. What they really want is the symptoms to stop. Like I want the antacid, I want the heartburn to stop. That's the reason I need the antacid. There's always a driver behind every request and people don't naturally disclose that driver. They just disclose the request. Because if I told you to make my heartburn go away, what would you tell me? You'd be like, um, sorry, can't do that. But if I say, do you have any antacid? You're like, yeah, here you go. So there's reasons people do that. But until you as a leader get to know your teams enough to understand what they really, really want, it makes it harder for you to effectively offer solutions. Maria's looking at me kind of funny. I know you guys can't see it, but I watch it. Keith, have you noticed she makes the weirdest faces ever? <laughs> I mean, why are you looking at me funny? You know, you bring up a good point. I'm not going to ask the question. You actually bring up a good point. Leaders, you said until you get to know your team and whatnot. So how do you gain this skill set? Because it takes a little bit to figure it out because there's so many times I've talked to leaders and their employees have left and I'm like, and they're surprised. Like, I'm like, why are they leaving? And they're like, oh, you know, they're going, they, they, they saw, they went to another company. So I'm like, okay, so which markdown do I drop in the system? Job dissatisfaction. They're like, no other job. I'm like, but okay, I'm going to pick other job, but why are they searching for another job? Manager's dissatisfaction, job dissatisfaction, lack of training. Like we have this other job category, but it is stupid because there's always another reasoning why people look for another job, but then leaders are always surprised. Other is the stupidest category ever used. I hate other. You know, it is, it is a skill, but it's not something that's complicated. You know, people are not that complicated. I mean, it's true that there's a reason behind everything, 
But the truth of the matter is there's not that many reasons that exist. I mean, there's only a, there's only really a handful of reasons why people that that make people feel satisfied in the jo- in a job. And I would say that, you know, one of the first ones is is they want to feel secure. They want to feel like they're they have they are secure in their role, that they're secure in their job. They want some sort of variety in their day. Depending on their personality, there's a certain level of interaction they want with people. They want to feel unique. They want to feel like they're valued. And going back to another call, uh, you know, podcast we were talking about before is that they want to feel like they have the ability to grow and they have the ability to contribute. And I think you could put anything that an employee tells you into one of those categories that you know, it's about if they're leaving, it's because they don't feel secure in their role. It's because they're bored. They don't have enough variety. They don't have the level of connection with other people that they're looking for. They don't feel unique or valued. They don't have an opportunity to grow or they're not given an opportunity to contribute. And I think that if you you recognize that most cases of employees leaving or being dissatisfied will fall into one of those categories, it becomes very easy to recognize why your employees are not happy and find other opportunities to give them what they're looking for. One of the things that I've done, and guys, I'm going to tell you, you have to be careful with this one, but um, one of the things that if I want somebody to provide more information, I'm very purposeful about how I ask the question. And I just use a super simple question. I call it my back pocket question. The reason I'm telling you to be careful with this is because when you ask this question and combine it with silence, you might end up with way more information than you wanted. And with a neutral face, with a little leaning towards excitement or interest, look at them and go, ooh, tell me more. I'm telling you every time versus the the question, like versus like a what, why, who, when, where question, go tell me more, tell me more about that. And then all of a sudden people will start to open up. You do have to be prepared for it though. And um, leaders usually aren't, Maria. And so to your question, how do you get leaders to get that? They're not prepared to hear what's about come out of a situation. You know, it's interesting. I heard a story last week. I think it was last week. I heard a story last week um, of someone who was um, answering some exit interview questions. And every thing that they said, every response that they gave to the questions resulted in the questioner making excuses for why it happened. So it was like, you know, I'm doing this because I need more opportunities. Well, there are no more opportunities because we're in a blah, 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 blah. Or I'm doing this because of. So I would say that that's that caution in a place that I'm talking about is that if you're going to step out on a ledge and say, tell me more about the opportunity and what makes it better than this place. Or tell me more about that situation you have to be prepared to just hear the answers, good, bad, or ugly, and not make an excuse for them. Yeah, I think that's really important too, because there's a there's a danger of when you do get that feedback that you're not ready for as a leader, your first response is going to be defensiveness, right? It's going to be, you know, they're gonna they're gonna tell you things 
that seem very out of sync from your perception of how things are. You know, they may tell you that they don't have any opportunity for growth when your perception is there are so many opportunities in this organization to, to grow and move up. But what's important is not your perception. It's, it's theirs. They're the, one that, they're the one with a foot out the door, right? And so as a leader, it's your job to not be defensive, but to recognize that, number one, what they're looking for doesn't exist. Or number two, the communication to let them know that these things exist isn't there. Yep. Um, and I think that that really comes down to those, it comes down to those secondary drill down questions. You're never, ever going to get the right answers. You're always going to get the request on a first question. You're not going to get it. You know, my favorite, my favorite example, and I've been racking my brain trying to remember who said this, but I can't and apologize. We'll have to have to put a little footnote to this later when I to give credit to whoever came up with this. But my favorite example of, of this about the need behind the need is, is, you know, an employee that says, I want more money, right? And when an employee says they want more money, chances are that their end goal is not to have more slips of paper with pictures of dead presidents on it, right? The end goal is, what is that money going to provide to them? What is it going to do to, in, to increase the value and increase the quality of their life? That's what they're after. They're not after the, the money itself. They're after what that money is going to provide to them. And you have to look at every situation just like that. You know, when you think about when you are lusting over some new car, right? Is it really the car you're after? Or is it how driving that car down the road makes you feel when other people are looking at you? And that's really what the need behind the need is about. It's not about the tangible things they're asking for. It's about the experience they're having. And it's about the emotions that those tangible things are giving them. That, that's what they're looking for. But to learn that, you got to ask a question. And guys, before you ask that question, and if you're not sure how to ask that question, please reach out to us and we will help you get started. Um, but before, even before we help you get started, we'll make sure that you're prepared to do something with the information. Because if you ask the questions and you try to pretend you care, and then you show up with no solutions to what you uncover, what you're going to do is reinforce that you're not a great place to be. Um, you just sort of cemented it as truth in the eyes of your employees. So um, we will help you, but we will help you if you are prepared to do something about it. Michelle, I think that we could do an entire podcast on the difference between low quality and high quality questions. <laughs> Michelle's eyes just lighted up. Lit Let's up do listeners. it. So yeah. <laughs> Well, good. You've heard it here. Last of our series. I don't know. I don't know. This is our third round of culture series. So hopefully you got some additional context out of it. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, our culture boot camp will be over with. So until next time, listeners, stay tuned. Uh, make sure you connect with us at realtalent.com. Take care. Bye.